0: Holman, how does it feel that uh, uh, we're the disdain of the podcast industry?
1: I mean, I was a little bit shocked when I saw that the <laughs> Truck Show podcast had been mentioned uh, by another uh, podcast completely out of the space, mm-hmm. uh, allegedly because of
0: our Nicola uh, visit. Not allegedly, like uh, th- the co-host of this said podcast listened to us under duress. Uh, she
1: literally said... I listened to the Truck Show podcast and never thought I would say that or something along those lines. Right. And I was like, ouch ish. Because <laughs> one of our listeners had hit us up on Facebook. Yes, we read it even though we don't always respond and said, you guys need to check out this podcast at uh, number six or uh,
0: 16 minutes in. And they mention you. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Who's well, listening to well, this stupid it's, show? It's a podcast uh, that covers tech. tech and 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 specifically electrification, yeah. right? And so they're talking about Tesla versus Nikola. So here's the deal. They didn't
1: have the access we did, and they were jealous of us. And, and so she was
0: forced to listen to right. our entire Trevor Milton right. interview. So that
1: she could bring it back to their podcast to have a foundation for the
0: segment they were doing. And she, and she says, oh, well, I, you know what? I learned how to drive a, a – something like the first – Thing she drove was a I don't know, took coma it was a four runner or, or, or something. Yeah, yeah. she tried. She said it is
1: like like I I've been in the truck world, but I am better
2: than that now.
1: You know, it's just a weird kind of the like just the inflection in her voice was like
0: we were icky. I mean, I don't disagree with her. I mean, <laughs> we
2: a little bit funny though.
0: We're not, I'm not saying that we're good because we're not. No, but we're I don't we're not icky. I we're, mean, we're not stupid. I no, mean, no, no, we're not stupid. Usually, she I well sometimes
1: yeah. You anyway, it know, it's just weird to weird, hear uh, us, yeah, yeah weird, like, uh, uh, another podcast out of our industry. So first off, right. we, like we were, does refer- uh, that mean we've made it when a different podcast references
0: your podcast? I mean, we I mean, freaking scooped them. They cover yeah. the electrification. And we got the And we yeah. got Trevor Milton before they did. Does that mean we jumped the shark? No, not at all. Are you kidding me? No. it's the first of many where we're oh. going to get the scoop. Oh, I like that. Yeah. All right. We didn't have any embargo. We straight did it. We I, went to uh, Phoenix. We got the interview, and she had a report on us. I heard we're going to get the scoop today on we, the show. We are.
1: Uh, that's what I heard. About, about what? Uh, let's see. Uh, ooh, Bolt. And then also, uh, you went to a show
0: without me? I may For have once, gone- You yes, left me behind. I may have gone to a mini truck show. Oh, interesting. Why didn't I know about this? I didn't ask you to go. I figured you'd say no, and I just went with a buddy. I thought I was your buddy. You are, but it was kind of spur of the moment. All right. Last time I asked you to go to a mini truck meet, you are like, no, I got that thing I'm doing. No, I don't think that's ever happened. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no. The one up in Bakersfield. I would have gone. No, you you said you had something to do. Well, I might have actually had something to do.
1: You can't Just because somebody has other things outside of hanging out with you once a week. I just wrote you off like you do me. Oh, all right. Well, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) You know who we're not writing off is our presenting sponsor, Nissan. No, we're not. if you're in the market for a half-ton truck, you should check out the Nissan Titan or Titan XD. Wait till you hear
0: my interviews with guys who own freaking hard bodies that are cherry. Ooh, did any of them have uh, zero-gravity
1: seats? No, but they did have walkthroughs. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Did any of them have uh, Bilstein shocks? No, but they had airbags. Uh did any of them have a uh Platinum Reserve interior with a uh, massive center screen and god view? No, but they did have 6 18 Show
0: Sherwin Vega woofers. Uh did they have a Fender audio system? No, but they did have scissor lift beds. Did they have <laughs> a panoramic sunroof? <laughs> When's the last time you saw a scissor lift bed?
1: Uh literally last week. Oh, did you really? Yeah, on a uh on a Mini Truck as a matter of <laughs> okay. fact. Okay. Yeah. I was, uh, it was pretty cool. I'm going to bring you the action. All right. Well, uh, in case uh, that hard body has served you so well, you want to uh, put that cherry uh, machine in your garage and save it for the next generation and are in the need uh, for a new truck or a van, head over to NissanUSA.com where you'll find information on the Nissan Titan, Titan XD, Frontier, and the line commercial NV vans.
0: I would have loved to have seen an NV van just bagged and slammed. Oh, you've been
1: saying that for a while, but I thought I you were going to do one. that. I haven't
0: seen one. Well, I mean, if they gave me one, I'd do it in a heartbeat. You kidding me? Would you uh, put a deck system in the back? Hell yeah, I would. Hey, uh, so how
1: about those photos that uh deck leaked to us? Did you... Uh...
0: I did see them. Yeah. Are we going to talk about that? I don't think we're allowed to. Really? It's going to be pretty did... cool.
1: They sent us photos of... Oh, we can't... Because Ooh. we're... I mean, I think we can talk... That we saw them. So
0: wait a minute. So we're both under
1: embargo. We are, indeed. Huh. For at least another few weeks, it sounds like. Can we give them a hint what this um, thing might be? I don't know. How about this? How about uh, we've got a couple of uh, decked hats
0: here. Yeah.
1: Why don't we pose a question to our listeners to guess what deck's next product is? And whoever guessed
0: correctly gets a uh, decked hat that we probably won't send them. In a previous episode, I blurted out what this thing is. Did you really? I did. Oh. All right. Well,
1: that's not going to work. Truckshowpodcast no, so at gmail.com. If dot someone's
0: com. listening astutely, they'll pick it out. All right. Well, they have to listen to all the episodes. That's worthy of a prize. All right. Decked hat. A decked hat? Yeah, decked hat. Okay. Or a decked uh,
1: uh, Yeti? Oh, you mean this uh, decked Yeti tumbler? Yeah, it's a uh, a can can sized, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got some yeah we've got some Dex swag in here. So, uh, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. First person to correctly identify uh, Dex future product will uh, will sh- shoot you some Dex swag. How about that? So
0: they're gonna get us this message at uh, truckshowpodcast at gmail
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so, and uh, we'll keep the buzz going. We probably won't announce it until we're allowed to talk about it
0: though. So the only person who will know if they won is the person that won? No, is the person reading the email. Because we won't inform them until after we can talk about it. Oh, God, this is awful. Uh, this is a horrible idea. Let's just pretend none of this happened. Go to deck.com to get the best storage organizing solution on the planet. The Truck Show. We're going to show you what we know. We're going to answer what the truck. Because truck with the truck show we have the lifted we have the lowered and everything in between we'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline the truck show the truck show the truck show it's the truck show with your hosts lightning and holman all right Holman, are you ready for some uh Live action from the beautiful city of Ontario, California.
1: Uh, you mean recorded action? I, was, I,
0: I wasn't there. It's not happening right now. No, it was—it was. of course it was recorded. But you were there live. I was there, well, yeah. We but I have the recorder. How did you record it? I have a freaking awesome recorder on my phone, dude. Holman, is Lightning here, and I think I have died and gone to heaven. I'm standing in a uh, Galaxy Burgers parking lot. Well, it's not actually the parking lot for the burger spot. It's behind it in a giant warehouse area. And it is freaking bonkers. I'm here with my buddy Rob. What is going on here?
2: Absolute chaos with all the old school mini trucks. That's all I can tell Man, you.
0: This is bonkers. Southern California Mini Truck Council is throwing this event. And I haven't been to a mini truck show like this, I think, since 89. I know they've been going on pretty consistently. Listen to that the bass in the background.
1: Oh, no, I'm, I'm hearing it. I'm, I'm thumping over couldn't here. Couldn't filter it out. Just, uh... Was that constant the entire time? Yes.
0: Pretty you, much. Do, can you still hear it in your ears? No, but you know what I was disappointed, Holman? Throughout the entire day I never heard Egypt, Egypt, doo doo do, doo doo. Egypt. Just uh, it- just play the oh, audio. Really? Okay. Play but I personally have not been to one, and this is just, I feel like I'm in a time machine, right? Definite time machine. We're in the hot tub time machine. That's <laughs> what we're in right now. Anyway, so I'm going to go cruise around and talk to some guys. I see a beautiful, oh, look at this Nissan hard body over here with a tag axle. What is up with that? Okay, and I, we do have a couple lifted trucks here. I see Nissans, Toyotas. I see a couple S10s. I, Dude, I see a Ranger. All right, we're going to have to talk to the guy with the Green Ranger. And a lot of, uh, I see scissor beds. I see dump beds. All right, let's, uh, let's walk around. Did you see any water beds? <laughs> I did not see any water beds. Was that a thing? I guess it would be at the van show. Yeah, it would be at the van show. No, but like, uh, wasn't there a time? Did anybody have like uh, a jacuzzi in a No, in a not a mini. No, yeah.
1: I think there's a waterbed in a mini and then you had one of those uh, uh, caps that was like two times higher than the top of the uh, cab. Yeah. You know, kind of had the, the stair step and then the big diamond windows. Yeah, I think I think that happened. What's your
0: name? Nick at night. Nick at night. All right, so Nick... I saw you coming across in front of Galaxy Burgers over here. You aired out, and I said, oh, my God, he's got tag axles on a Nissan hard-body King Cab. <laughs> Old school, huh?
3: Old school. Bringing it back? No. Totally.
0: Tell me about this incredible black Nissan.
3: Well, I'm celebrating my 30th year rolling in this truck right now. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah, I bought a brand new in 1990, so I'm driving it everywhere, showing it everywhere. I just love driving it, man. It's the thing to do. You're the OG mini trucker. Do you have anything in your life
1: that you purchased in 1990 still?
0: Mm, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Uh, In 19, yeah, an Echo Unlimited
3: jacket. All right. I'll go with that. Yeah. I am driving it everywhere showing it everywhere I just love driving it man it's the thing to do you're the OG mini trucker I've been looking for I'm old that's for sure
0: <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what got you into mini trucking back in what the 90s, 90s a, a, late, late 80s, 80s. Okay.
3: late 80s I got my first mini truck it was a standard cab hard body and I started off off-roading and then racing a little bit and then I kept messing my truck up right so my theory was I'm just gonna lower my truck so I can off-road and maybe I won't mess it up but you know, that doesn't seem to work either because the roads are taking me out too. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's been a it's been a great trip and I met a lot of great people. It's like a one big giant family and it really took me in. So I, I've always loved this scene. Mini truck scene is, is my life. And have you been in uh, Sunset this whole time, the crew? No, I joined Sunset back in 2005. Back in the early 90s, there were a lot of clubs in San Diego, which is where I'm out of. And slowly but surely, those clubs were just dying off, fading away. And the scene's always been big up here. And I had no idea that Sunset had a San Diego chapter at one point until I seen a couple of them down in my area. And I was like, hey, uh, I didn't know you guys had a chapter down here. So I looked into them, and they're like one big family. So it really took me in, and I, I really love them all. So it was a good fit for me.
0: So tell me about the build of this truck right here, and how did you end up with a tag axle? I've never seen one before. Well, they were actually a pretty popular. Is it safe to say that everyone knows what a tag axle is? I would hope so. That's well, just two axles in the back. It's not a dually. It's one axle
1: after the other. Yeah, but a tag axle means there's not a. It's not driven. It's just a behind the drive axle.
0: It's like a cement truck where there's yeah. just a, that random axle or a bus. back there.
3: Yeah, buses are like that too. Okay. Really popular back in the 80s and early 90s. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. I that's used cool. to hang
0: out with all these guys down like Balboa Island and Newport and whatnot, and I don't recall seeing one of these before.
3: You'd see them at shows. I mean, that's where I first saw one. Was the uh, debut of the concepts mazda it was a limo conversion mazda with uh, gullwing doors suicide doors and a tandem tandem axle bed and when i saw that truck i said you know what i want to do something like that and it was in an issue of mini trucking magazine so i said okay well it didn't happen overnight obviously because that's expensive and i was a broke mini trucker so (laughs) i just started doing things one little by little you know and i figured sooner or later i'll get there so in 1993, I bought it in 90. 93 was the first cut when I did the uh, tandem. Brand, pretty brand-new truck. And watching them cut the bed in half, I was like, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Too late to turn around now. Yeah, that, that, that was a point of no return. I said, okay, I got to keep going then. So uh, ever since then, I've just been you know, trying to keep up with the competition. And then I noticed the tandem started going away. There was vans back then. There was trucks back then. A Scirocco. I've seen a Volkswagen Scirocco tandem (laughs) with a Gulling setup, and I was like, well, now I'm just going to be one of those, you know, many out there. But now... Well, I'm searching uh, the internet for that one. (laughs) The tandem axle Scirocco. Yep. They're all gone, and now they're few and far between, so it's kind of nice. It's
0: crazy. Where do you suppose they are? Are they in junkyards or just rusted out in a backyard
3: somewhere? You know, I actually talked to the guy that owned Concepts Auto Restyling recently at a Irwindale Speedway show, and he has a hearse club now that he's doing, so he's customizing hearses. But... Did you know that was the thing, customizing hearses?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> you did? I did. And uh, really? In fact, I had a cousin who uh, bought an old hearse because he thought it would be cool to customize. And gave that thing up within like a month. He said it was effing haunted, and he couldn't even drive it. Like it scared the crap out of him.
0: Yeah, I couldn't either. I
1: don't wanna. I don't wanna haunted. I'm a not car,
3: superstitious, dude. but I, 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 no, I no no no. no. He said he recently found that Mazda in the backyard of somebody's house, or, and then got it back. So I was like, there was one in the backyard of somebody's house. That's usually probably where they end up, or junkers, you know, probably in a junkyard, but. There's a few out there that are still like in the garages, you know, like the triple axle, you know, the Dodge D50 or Mitsubishi, whatever you want to yeah. call it, and then the the other one that was in the uh, on the cover of uh, Mini Trucking Magazine on the tandem issue, that one's still out there. Uh, Shannon Bullis still has his Ford Ranger. There was a the tandem, tandem issue. axle yeah. <laughs> issue. Yeah. yeah, caught that. <laughs> but they're out there. They're just they're just not really going anywhere. Who did the work back back in the day? Oh wow! Well, Concepts Auto Restyling did the original work on the tandem axle. Okay. Because I took it to them because they did the Mazda, right? So I said, okay, well, uh, go to the guys who know. I took it to another place. That shop isn't around anymore to do the gullwing doors and stuff like that. It kind of got butchered. The business went out of out of it went out of business, and then I lost the truck. The truck was gone. So we had to find the truck. What do you mean you lost it? The shop. The shop closed its doors, and everybody's car that was in it was gone. So, well, oh, that's not the first was, time I've heard a story like that. Yeah, mine was one of them, and okay. I'm like, oh my god, you know. I, and we found it. It took a couple years, but we found it. We got it back, and it was just, it was all stripped. There was nothing in it.
0: Well, who, ha, what, what happened to it? Where did it disappear to?
3: Uh, we found it at actually it was at Concepts Auto Restyling that had it, but I took it to another shop to get all the work done, and they farmed it out to Concepts. And they're the ones that weren't getting paid, so they were trying to track down the original owner. We didn't know where it was, so they actually found us and contacted us and said, Hey, we have your truck, but you owe us this much money because, you know, and I'd already paid somebody to do it. So I had to Uh, pay them for the work that they did just to get the truck back, and when I got it back, the condition was, was horrific. I mean, it looked like my truck was being parted out, but that's the way Concepts had gotten it, so everything was already stripped out when they got it. So I was lucky to get it back at all.
0: Holman, the noise in the background, the brrr, what do you think's making that noise? Uh, what do you think the sound is coming from? Like what kind of vehicle? Yep. Let's hear it.
3: it. So everything was already stripped out when they got it. So I was lucky to get it back at all.
0: It's a big booming car stereo in what? Hmm. That has a nice kind of sweet
1: sound to it. Oh I'm gonna say a Toyota with a two J Z swap. Suzuki Samurai. Was it really? <laughs> That's awesome.
3: And then I came to that crossroads where do I scrap it or do I continue the build and put like tens of thousands of dollars to get it back on the road? But since the tandem was already done by concepts, I said, okay, well I'm already And you
0: made the stupid choice. I'll put tens of thousands of dollars I'll put in tens it. Tens of thousands <laughs> of dollars in it, right? Why not? So yeah. so I did that. He had to pay for his truck multiple times. Yeah, that's always uh, crappy. That's not the first time you've heard that story, though, is it? No.
3: So I did that, and I finally got it on the road after about, I'd say about $20,000 it took me to get it back on the road. Oh, my God. It was horrible. It was horrible. I went into a lot of debt trying to get it back, but truck and I go way back, so I didn't want to let it go. Is that a Ferguson Super Shell? No, that is actually a Vista Shell. Okay. And, you know, Vista wouldn't sell me a shell without a window. Like the retailers wouldn't, they had to come with a window, so I had to actually call Vista and get this from the manufacturer. I asked about the Shell Holman because it was so freaking
0: long, I had never seen one like that. I'm just amazed that uh, that thing is period correct.
1: Like he built it, and I wish I would have seen that truck. What color was it? Black, all black,
0: Ugh. black on black, black on black. Nice, I've got pictures, and I'm uh, when you're hearing this, they are live on our Instagram right now and Facebook. Actually, there's only 10. Uh Instagram limits you to ten photos, so there's ten on Instagram, but if you want to see the whole gallery, Facebook.com slash truck show podcast.
3: To get it to get one without a window because I needed to stretch it. Why wouldn't they sell without a window? They don't know that either. Vista was like they didn't understand why they wouldn't sell me one without a shell. They actually sold them without shells okay. or without windows. So they they didn't understand it. So I had to drive up to Vista from San Diego to pick up one with no window, just so I could get it sectioned and straight, stretched out. I
0: mean, how long is this thing? It's
3: it's the incredible. Is, the bed is almost nine feet. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit longer than a long bed truck. It looks so cool laid out like this. Yeah, it's just it a- so long. Yeah, it took a lot of work. I mean, I drive it everywhere. I've driven across country several times. No, Really? Oh, yeah. I've been to uh, Scraping the Coast, Mississippi. I've been to Tex-Mex in Texas. I've been to Oregon twice.
0: But there are a lot of guys that just trailer them everywhere. They're just trailer queens, and this one, not the case at all.
3: No, no, no. I, I just like driving it too much. And I know it doesn't look as pretty as all the ones that you know come off the trailer. I mean, there's some phenomenal paint jobs. I get it. They don't want to drive it and get it all chipped up. But that's where I have my most fun yeah. is driving it. So I always get enjoyment out of driving the truck.
4: Very cool.
0: Congratulations. Beautiful Nissan. Thank
3: you. Thank you.
4: Thank you very much. What's your name? Matt Wilson. Matt, I love this S10. Tell me about it. It's a 97 S10 with an 0 02 front clip. It's actually an extra cab long bed, which, as most people know, it's not normal. Hey, just because I bought it, Will, doesn't mean nothing.
1: I mean, what he's doing isn't normal either, but we still accept him. <laughs> That's true.
4: <laughs> oh, you bought it as is? Yeah, I bought this one as is. I used to have a '97 or 98 Toyota Tacoma I got hit by a drunk driver in.
0: So you don't have the shirt
4: that says built, not bought? You have the one that says bought, <laughs> not built? Yep.
0: Okay.
4: <laughs> this is the fun one. What's that? Number two. Oh, really? Yeah, my Toyota was bought, not built, but it was a old school build. It's- Are you
0: jinxed? Is that why you keep wrecking them? Probably. <laughs> Walk me around this thing.
4: Come on. It's got two twelves, 12s, uh, f- full Rockford Fosgate system in it, fuel cell. It's a four-link, uh, AccuAir VU4 on it, Two four 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 compressors from ViAir. Any idea who did the work originally? Uh, what's Mike's last name? Heckler. Mike okay.
1: Heckler. Someone local? I love it when you're like, hey, uh, dude, do you know who built your truck? Yeah, hold on. I was like, hey, Bob. Hey, Bob, who, who built my truck? So yeah,
0: yeah. There, Oh, it was, it was that guy. There was a crew that's that so was funny. watching me interview him, and every time this guy would respond, there's a dude over here next to his truck going, that's wrong answer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I, I'm thinking, well, you'll hear what happens.
4: He's in high desert. Okay.
0: This guy seems to know what's going on with these yeah, trucks over here. Come on over here. <laughs>
5: oh, no, no, no. I built my own. All
2: right. This is yours? Yeah. All right.
1: Damn, the ultimate friend slam right there
2: <laughs> I, built, it, my I built my own The first <laughs> thing he says is- 2000 with a 2003 edge clip Was a full blown off road race truck At one point, about 10 years ago So this was lifted at one point Yeah, Fully caged, full long travel uh, I built all that and then uh, One day I flipped it over Sent it to the body shop, had it repaired Gutted everything that was long travel off road It sat in the garage for about 6 months With just a cab and a frame And started going low from there what inspired you to go low? My brother. My brother used to be in a Bonsai back in 2000. The right front it. wheel is definitely tucked, not on purpose. No, no. In that picture, it uh, the right front wheel wasn't actually connected to anything. <laughs> it was jammed below the lower arm okay. and up into the wheel well. Well, I'm sorry to laugh, but look what turned out. No, I mean, no, obviously, it's, it's,
0: for the, it's for the best, right?
2: Yeah, uh, the truck lasts a lot longer. I've gone through a lot less transmission since it's been lowered. So when you laughed at the dude's truck, did you realize that you were alone
1: in a sea of uh, dudes all hanging out together? Did they were you afraid
0: they were going to turn on you? No, not really. All right, I felt like here. I was one. Huh. <laughs> so you've got the dash all smooth. It looks like it's yep. all been glassed, or no? How did uh, you do that?
2: I just smoothed it out. I fiberglassed over the airbag area, and the vents are all are all glassed in. But because of- who needs airbags, right? Screw that. What what I got four of them on the suspension. What do I need two more oh, let's for? See. Everything. Has been built in the shop or somewhere of another. Except the seats were done with uh, Raul's upholstery up here in Ontario. Uh, Nick, I, or Bro Turtle Designs did the center console, the subwoofer enclosure, and the sound system. So it's a beautiful dark green on top, with a lighter green uh, towards around the uh, the skirt. But then you've got it separated with a purple kind of line. The the truck's been painted multiple times on the side of my house. Actually, I went with I went back to the original dark Amazon green metallic and then i decided to add more to it so i added lean fire mist green metallic and crown row purple accent color your bed is interesting it's perfect it's got a center section in the uh, in the lifted floor
0: so you can see all the suspension uh inside which is kind of cool
2: yeah i did that because thomas dominguez built me a badass back half from catfish customs and uh I just, I couldn't hide it, so I I did a perforated steel, and it actually, it's hinged so I can work on it if I need to get in there and fix anything. Well, dude, congrats on the build. I know you're probably used to looking at it, but it's beautiful. I appreciate it, man. Uh, It's been about a 10-year run on this one, this, in this shape, and I can't thank all the people that have helped me along the way, including Catfish and Jeremy Kaufman and Bro Turtle Designs. So there have been been a lot of good people that have helped me through. The, you just don't see rangers that often, which is really cool. You know, everyone says they're really hard. Uh, I haven't come across that yet, considering I did this kind of on a whim,
5: okay.
2: Uh, including the body drop. I did it in the garage, and I guessed on a lot of things, and so far the gambles have worked out. Yeah. So the truck rides good, cruises, I reinstall the AC and heat, I'm good. I can drive, truck will get up and go anywhere. Awesome. Well, congrats. Beautiful. Well done. Thank you. Oh, I mean,
0: um, back in the day, I, I just don't recall seeing that many Rangers on the ground. Was it a thing? It wasn't, was it? Um, I mean, Rangers were sort of the off-road
1: pre-runner, you know, with the I-beams and stuff. A little harder to drop an I-beam. But they were out there. I mean, I, I remember, guys, I just remember, like, you can never get to the front as low as you wanted. They always seemed like they rode worse than everything else. I don't know. I'd rather... Lift up the nose and go haul ass through the uh, desert.
0: Or do like the uh, Cali lean, right? Nose up in the air, ass on the ground. Uh, that's just so funny that that's the Cali lean. It just to me, it's El Cajon mode. Yeah, well, I think people from out of state yeah. call it a oh, Cali of lean. Yeah. Oh, now we're talking. I got a C10 over here with a dump bed. What's your name? Uh, Rudy. Rudy, what's your uh, what year is this? Uh, sixty two. 62,
6: beautiful condition. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I wanted to be different, so I threw a little dump on it.
0: Now, Holman, how do you feel about that? A, uh, a full size truck at a at a mini meet. What's wrong with that? I, I'm just saying. I was, it was it was it was the only C10 there.
6: Hey, run what you brung. Okay. And um, yeah, it's just my pride and joy.
0: So that is not completely laid out. This is uh, Is it bagged? No, it's not. It's on springs. Yeah, it just lord. Do you daily this truck? No.
6: Okay. <laughs> say no. Some guys with uh with static they uh, they daily them. No, not this one. Okay. <laughs> this one's only a weekend toy. Got it. Tell me about this beautiful green paint. Well, actually it's 13 years old. What? Yep. Liar. I'm not I'm serious. No, it's, you're straight you're lying right to my face. No, it's 13 years old. And it's yeah, I just garage it all the time. It's I had it like totally junk and i did all this so how did you find the truck tell me the backstory 15 years ago i just thought i'd get an old truck and um start fixing it up and start it from scratch and just worked what condition was it in when you found it uh, and where'd you buy it some old man or what yeah pretty much a uh, neighbor and um oh, just it was total junk in the back you know just any rust n- um uh, very little actually okay. very little and um, but I did all the work. I had it. I had it all done. You know.
0: How did you decide to do
6: a dump bed on? Oh, I, I've never excellent. seen one on a on a <laughs> on a mid sixties C ten before. Yeah. Well, I used to be in the mini trip scene back in the eighties. I had a hard body and an Nissan hard body, as you can see, others here and and uh, the same guys, same guys about whew, twenty years ago. They're here, and that's why I went ahead and did that. Just be different on the um, C10, and yeah. it's still usable. Is the cool part? You can still use it as a truck,
0: although you probably yeah. don't.
6: No, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I tell you, I am uh, not for hire.
0: <laughs> you should run the sticker on the window, not for hire. But all
6: the bright work is beautiful condition. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, took me a while to do it. You know, just a lot, of, a lot of work. Okay, so I have a '66
0: C20, mm-hmm. and it's rusted. And I'm gonna keep. It's not. It's past the point of patina. Like it's actually rusting where you can put your fingers through holes, oh, okay. right? But I think there's some magic in there. But w- can you give me any advice before I start building this C20? Well,
6: the first thing you got to get that rust out. Have a have a good uh, rust. You know, somebody that can um, cut that rust out, that cancer out, and re- refill it with metal and have it do a nice body work. But don't you think? Would it be cool if I left the rust just uh, like yeah. straight? Uh, depending, yeah, what your what your you're kind of a rat rod look. Okay, you know? actually, then that's that's cool. You know,
1: I think you're uh, you're leading the witness there. I was a little. Y- bit. You're like, hey, uh, I'm going to do this cool thing, huh?
0: Right? That's cool,
1: huh? I was. Huh. I, Did I, you have a I, gun pointed at him when he was answering your
0: questions? I was. Um, I definitely wanted him to answer a certain way. Yes, yeah. I wanted him <laughs> to affirm my my uh-huh. uh, what I had already decided to do. Your echo chamber of self. Yes, I was doing that. Okay, just no check it. No no, I can totally no, pick up on it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. That'll uh, that'll
6: be okay. You know.
0: Were there any parts that you found particularly hard to find that you'd recommend I start looking for now, or any any hurdles that you encountered?
6: Uh, actually, not really. I mean, yeah, they have a, they got they got a lot of manufactured parts they redo. and and yeah, this little detail they have it all. They have it all. Now. Okay,
0: so what you're saying is even a moron like me can't screw it up.
6: <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> I
1: also feel like he answered that question out of duress. Did you did you hear the uh, the pause?
0: Uh, yeah, clearly a moron like you could screw yeah, it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
6: No, you're good. You're good.
0: Yeah. Well, congrats on this uh, beautifully lowered, classy C10. Thank you. Thank you very much. What's your name? Zigzag. Right, Zigzag. Go. What club are you with?
1: That's actually <laughs> not a name, I don't think.
0: <laughs> no, it was his name. So on his utility bills, it says Mr. Zag. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Okay. Right, Zigzag,
1: what so club
7: you do with?
8: Do Desirable ones.
0: Tell me six about six this right now Toyota. Right now. now, EFI Turbo,
8: what? Yeah, it's a rare truck. Um, they, they made them 8687 Turbos. Is that true? I wasn't going to source them on the spot, but- Yeah, that, I think that's right. Only two the,
0: years those, of, of the those Turbo. Those things
1: are super unicorns, too. Although uh, they're not the- they're probably more highly sought after than the uh, the 85 and a half solid axle 22R EFI trucks, um, but the turbos were
8: cool. Two wheel drives and four runners. So there's a obviously a two wheel drive one. How'd you find it? Uh, and was it stock? It was stock and I found that on Offroad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Some guy in San Dimas, he had lived in a trailer park and he had three trucks and he had to get rid of one. And, This was it, and this was it. I gotta know, did he get a good deal? I think I got a really good deal for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He had just upgraded the turbo on it. He had put a methanol injection system on it, which it has. And I took it off his hands, and and I created it what is now. When you bought it, did you know what you were gonna do to it? Oh yeah, definitely. I knew I wanted this body style. I was looking for this specific year.
1: Yeah, you know what's cool about those turbos is uh, they actually made 135 horsepower, which today sounds like nothing, <laughs> it sounds right? It puny, right. But the, the factory uh, truck only made, or the non-turbo, 116 horsepower back then. It didn't add
0: th- as much as but, I but, thought it would. Yeah. But
1: torque. So the uh, standard truck had 140 pound-feet. The turbo had 173. Okay, so I mean that's a that's a hefty. There was probably no intercooling back then, was there? I wouldn't think so. I'm not yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I mean even the uh, the carbureted trucks only had a hundred horsepower, and those trucks weighed like I don't know thirty seven hundred or so pounds. Mm-hmm. So you don't really need I mean you don't need three hundred horsepower or something like that to put it in perspective. When the three liter uh, V six came out, so that was a big deal. When the Toyota trucks got a V six, sure they were one hundred and fifty horsepower and one hundred and eighty pound feet of torque. I had the V six and it was uh, it felt gutless. So, did, did you have the uh, rear two cylinders uh, overheat and blow your head gasket? No, I, I think, think that was fixed before I got it. Okay.
8: I didn't know about the turbo part. There was turbo. That's that was just a plus. You know. Okay. Now that I I have the truck, I know what a rare truck it is and how much value, more value it has because it's a turbo.
0: And, I mean, the extra cab is, is dope. I mean, you can recline. Yeah. Like, a lot of guys like the single cab, but I, I like to recline.
8: And this one is, I think, I like the extra cab on this here because it's not exaggerated. I mean, it's not enough for someone to sit back there, but it's for that nice little recline and have my little sound system back there. So a couple things that stood out to me. First, the paint, this gold. What color gold is this? From a Honda color. It's a Sundance gold. Sundance pearl gold. Okay. Acura it, has it. Acura TL came with that. It's got just enough metallic in it without being too much. Exactly. It yeah. just has the right amount. So you did. You I got that. I was going for like a copper color. But no, it's very cool.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. Depending on the sunlight, it's copper. Like yeah. in the bed section here, it looks copper. But under the sunlight, it's, it's more gold.
8: Gold, yeah. Right. I guess this is a pearl when that pearl kicks in right there. Now, you decided to go static instead of bags. Why? Um... I used to have a car with hydraulics back in the early 2000s, and I just said I would never do suspension again. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the breakdown, they're fun. I mean, suspension is fun playing with it, but when it goes out, it goes out. I mean, at least the bed, something's wrong with the bed, at least... the truck is still functional. Well, so they
0: don't know that yet. We haven't gotten to the bed. I've okay. been saving that for last, all right? So you have a full-on scissor bed here, hydraulic. And tell me about this apparatus. This So it's dump, and it leans both
8: left and right. It's known as a Z-Rack, because it, it, it forms like a Z once it's all lifted. And it does basically, yeah, side to side and a dump. Do you ever lift this up while you're driving? Oh, yeah. Just a stunt? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yesterday I was all day in East LA with just me and my friend cruising, lifting it up.
0: People trip because these things haven't been popular. Like you there's nobody with a new truck doing this to it.
8: Right? No, so, ex- exactly. So I like have you a, don't uh, see
0: this thing every day.
8: Yeah, no, yeah, this it's really cool because it's an 80s thing with these mini trucks. Yeah, everybody trips out when they see it. Congrats, this since a kid. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Congratulations, it's a beautiful thank build. You. Thank you, thank you. Hey, what's your Instagram if people want to follow up on this and see more of this All truck? Right. Zigzag underscore 08. Zigzag underscore 08. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. yeah. All right, I'm gonna take some photos so we can share them on our Instagram. Cool. Sounds All good. Right. Thank you. How do you feel about his name now, Mr. Holman? Uh, it totally makes sense. Yeah.
5: What's your name? Munchy No Regrets.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, come on. <laughs>
5: These aren't real names.
0: <laughs>
5: These aren't real names, Lightning. <laughs> See? Right? What's your name? Munchy No Regrets. Nice. I'm Lightning. Truck Show
0: Podcast. This is... Did he have that uh, No regerts, uh tattoo on him? No regrets. <laughs> yeah. No, like the Snickers no, commercial? Not that I saw. Okay, it's possible. This is 1-6 Suburban. Oh.
1: Thank you, brother. Thank- Do you think that they think giving you a ridiculous nickname... Is somehow funny, but then when you give them one right back, they you're their
0: people? Or do you, you do they think it's a challenge? I have no idea what he thought of it. <laughs> I, ju- I just can't even wrap my head around it. No, he I don't probably know. probably doesn't even know you said lightning. No, he no he, it's, just, it's just something coming out of my mouth that he didn't understand.
5: <laughs> thank you, brother. Thank yeah, you. Thank tell you. me about it. How'd you get into this? i uh, just been in this scene for almost 20 years or so, you know. It's a 1993 Chevy Suburban, 2500, eight lug, and, you know, it's a lifestyle. So what got you into, because you could have lifted it, you could you, you could have dropped it. Like, how would you choose this? Family to family, you know, it's always been in our life, you know. We like to be low. Okay. Take me through the build. So
0: it's all full of Rockford in the back. And when I walked up, you were bumping it. And it was hitting low, like 10 hertz low.
5: Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I got to, uh, two two fifteens, T1s, 1,001 uh, well, channel for each one. couple six by nines, eight, nine of them. A couple six and a halves. Three, uh, 604 channels, you know, amps, uh, four 3,200 X, uh, XS2 battery, you know, batteries. Where you guys would be uh, hauling a Christmas tree is where he's loaded the audio system. Right? <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> Tell me about the paint in the interior. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I just got it painted, uh, Matt, uh, Hatchison, uh, painted this thing probably six months ago and first time. Oh, fresh. Since I got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so just enjoying it now. And ready to cruise. Take us through the colors here. The top half is kind of a lighter silver metallic. Correct, yeah. And then from there we have a, a black tone with some uh, flake in it, red flake. And then uh, we have uh, Tamco uh, made some, uh, it's called jet, red jet paint itself. They took care of us on that and uh, clear itself to it, you know.
0: And how about the uh, the interior work? Kind of racing-inspired seats with the uh, the. His alarm system was not playing nice with his audio system. I
1: was wondering, like, is was there somebody saw that the uh, interview was going on and decided to just keep clicking the
0: uh, the the fob? No, it was his. <laughs> he, after we were done, he's like, "Sorry about the alarm," which <laughs> I, I don't have on tape.
1: Was it a uh, like old Viper that like goes? Was- you are too close to the car. No, that doctor? would have been awesome. <laughs>
0: it
5: would. More of a cleaner look since I did it all fishbowl. I just wanted to be more classy. Now, fishbowl, you're talking about just because there's no tint on the windows, correct. right? Correct, correct. yes. That means you can see through the whole thing, and you can actually see the truck without putting windows down or, you know,
0: yeah. observe it as the way you're driving it.
1: Yeah, that was just so it didn't get pulled over. Let's be honest.
0: Probably, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you literally gutted everything. There's nothing that hasn't been touched on this, except for the glass on the windows. Correct, correct, correct. You're absolutely correct on that, yes. I don't even know if
5: that's true. Did you do the outer, the black right here, or is that stock? Everything's new. Everything's fresh on this truck. Digital gauges on the front, Uh, you know, Colorado Customs steering wheel.
0: When's the last time Colorado Customs was popular? God, probably 15 years ago. Yeah. So he went out and found a brand new Old stock Colorado. Yeah, NOS, custom. somebody
1: had one right. and they're like, I'm never, I'm never going to sell this wheel. Right, And then that dude found him. <laughs>
5: Do you have an Instagram on this truck? Uh Yeah. Uh, well, not on the truck, just myself. It's, you know, and our
0: munchies. And our munchies. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Congrats. I'm going to take some photos to show this off to our, our listeners. All right, right on. Congrats. Yeah.
1: I like how you basically were uh, uh,
0: requesting permission to take a photo. Yeah, I just felt I'm I didn't know pulled out what, my camera. I didn't uh, know what else to say. I mean, I was already taking photos of it, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, damn. I, yeah. I don't know. What else do you say when you're trying to wrap it up? Can it, What's your Instagram handle? Hey, dude, kick rocks. Uh, social graces? You don't know any? or right, I'm just going to tell you flat out. I got to move on.
9: Lightning from the Truck Show Podcast. How you doing? Good, good. What's Lose. your name? My name's Los. Um, uh, Sunset uh, Inland Empire president. I'm also Southern California Mini Truck Council President and uh, one of the organization uh, uh, holders for Team Horton. So I run three different uh, mini truck uh, organizations Holy here in Southern crap. California.
0: You're the man I've been looking for. I'm- I hit the mother load with this, dude. I'm waiting.
9: I'm busy. I'm a busy guy. I do a lot of shows, a lot of events. So, yeah. So, keep busy. So,
0: we find on the Truck Show Podcast, we lifted lowered and everything in between. Okay. We find that about half of the people we talk to, whether it's off-road or whatever industry they're in, in the aftermarket, they started
9: as a mini-trucker in the 80s or 90s. A lot of people did start uh, with mini-trucks because in the 80s and 90s, they were a real affordable truck. You know, back then, you could buy a truck, you could put some wheels and tires, you lowered it, tinted your windows, put a wink mirror, and you had a custom truck times have changed now you know nowadays the kids are into the hondas or they buy these newer trucks you know the the sport trucks that everybody's getting into so times have changed but a lot of the hot rodders the low low riders you'll talk to them and they were into mini trucks back in the day you know fresh out of high school you know in the in the 80s or 90s um that was what brought a lot of people in because it was an affordable vehicle to get into you know that's where i started you know um, started yeah, in because you were
0: getting into for under ten grand, you were into a truck, right?
9: You could buy back in the eighties. You could go to a Toyota dealer and you could buy a strip truck for about less than four thousand dollars. You know, and your payment was uh, maybe ninety five dollars a month. <laughs> so you know, it was really cheap. You know, there's um,
0: nothing you can get
9: like that there, today. There's nothing you can get like that. You know, the most expensive trucks back then were the S tens. The S tens were, were like high end truck. If you had an S ten. You you had one of the better-end trucks, you know, the the, the Toyotas and the Nissans and the Mazda. You could get a stripped one, you know, really cheap, but, you know, you could order one with power windows and AC. You know, most kids couldn't afford all those extra those uh luxuries you know so they would just get the base model throw some wheels tires you go down to your muffler shop and cut the stock muffler and put a you know monza tip on it wink mirror tint the windows and you know it, it, if you were really cool you had a, a pioneer two, two knob uh cassette deck with a pair of six by nines you know you know and, and maybe some subs or something in, in if your you're bed. a baller you got an alpine 7618. oh yeah 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 one of those but yeah for for kids you know we, we didn't have a lot of money back then you know you know you, were, you had a you know maybe a part-time job after high school and you know you 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 did what you could to your trucks you know so you know that's where we all started you
0: think it can never happen again it's all about the price guys could get into it so inexpensively that doesn't exist anymore was it a once in a lifetime
9: thing um since they don't actually make mini trucks anymore um most of the trucks you'll find nowadays uh if they're in pristine condition they want a lot for them only certain uh, uh, kids of the younger generation are still into the mini trucks. Uh, most of them, uh, we, we call them like the the static trucks. Um, a lot of a lot of kids are still into the static uh, static trucks. They're taking them back to the '80s or that '90s look, you know, and uh, you know, basically like a drift type type tra- type of look. If they were to start building mini trucks again today, they would probably be pretty expensive. Um, I don't think mini trucking will ever. Uh, be the way it was in the 80s and 90s. Uh, The club that I'm a part of, Sunset Worldwide, uh, we've been around since 1976. Um, Our club is 43 and a half years old. We have uh, 47 chapters. We're in five different countries. Oh my god. Um, We hold the record, I think it was In the 90s, I think it was 90, 91 or 90, uh, the most mini trucks at one event. And it was a little over 3,000 mini trucks at an event. It was resolution. We did resolution for 32 years straight as a club. And that was an event that was a four-day event, and it was over New Year's weekend every year. Um, You know, sometimes it was raining, sometimes it was snowing. We moved it from different areas, but uh, we, we hold the record for the most mini trucks at one event. And I think it was... Just at 3,000 vehicles. I
0: remember that back in the day. I'm old enough to remember the Resi's. Yeah. yeah,
5: yeah,
9: yeah. Resolution was the show to go yeah, to. Yeah. So what's the future of mini trucking, in your opinion? Mini trucking, some people will, will say mini trucking has died. It, it hasn't died. It's not as big as it used to be. That That's obvious. But you can see from the turnout today here with the Southern California Mini Truck Council, we have well over 100 vehicles. We had a show last weekend. Sunset Inland Empire had a show last weekend. It was our 10-year anniversary of doing a monthly cruise night. We had 200 vehicles there last weekend. They weren't all mini trucks. It was a variety, but we still pulled the numbers. You know, mini trucking is not dead. It's still up and going. The numbers aren't as big as they used to be. Mini trucking is still alive to this day. So I'm 49 years old. I'm still mini trucking. Uh, I'm not slowing down anytime soon. I have a uh, between me, and my wife, we have uh, we have six mini trucks, so we're we're not. Oh my down. god! So what do you have? Okay, I have a, a '83 Toyota SR5 stock floor body drop. We have this uh, '94 Toyota here. Uh, it's uh, it's body dropped as well. It has a Tacoma front clip, Colorado taillights, uh suicide doors, fully shaved, painted. Uh, it's on a uh, Colorado custom billets. A um, lot of work done to it. Um, and all the
0: stickers around the windshield, around the perimeter of the windshield, those are all the shows you've been to? I'm guessing that's a
9: fraction of the shows. That's a fraction of the shows because if you look at the vehicle right next to it, there's a 71 El Camino. That's ours as well. And that whole windshield is covered with show stickers. Um, we have two S10s at home. We have a 91 and a 96 S10. Uh, we this is a, an addiction. Yeah, it's an addiction. <laughs> um, if you were to go down the street and i, I just tell you... Uh, Hey, look for the house with all the mini trucks. That's where that's where it is. We have uh, three trucks in the in the garage, three trucks in the driveway, and we have one being one out being built right now. So,
0: just curious if the next generation will bring it back in some weird way, not sport trucks but minis. You know, if, grab a new Ranger or something like that. Uh, be interesting to see if it'll come back around.
9: Now, I don't know about building a new truck, but just to give you a perspective. Uh, I have two sons and a daughter. Each one of them, their first vehicles were all mini trucks. Okay. Uh, well, you would disown them. Let's be honest. Yeah, if, they, if they didn't have minis, they, they had to have a mini truck. Uh, my daughter, uh, she's the youngest. She followed in my footsteps. She joined Sunset eight years ago. Um, we were actually set a, a, a record for Sunset worldwide. We were the first father-daughter president, vice president in club history in 40 years. Nobody had did that before. Um, she's been in the club for quite a while. We, we built her a truck years ago. She actually met a, a guy that's in Freaks to Nature, which is, is, uh, is another mini truck club, and she married him. So it's kind of like an ongoing joke. Uh, it's uh, Sunset and Freaks to Nature, so we call it Fonset. Uh, <laughs> my, my wife, we actually met the night I got voted into Sunset uh, in 2008. She came to our meeting. She's in another club. She's been in Regulators for... 26 years she's been in a mini truck club. God, this is a television show called club life yeah so my wife's she's a downright mini trucker she's been in her club 26 years uh it was a perfect match when we met because everything I did she supports it and if I want parts for a truck no problem babe she'll she helps me with everything I do and never tells me no. If I want a pair of billets, if I want a new paint job, if I want to buy another truck, as long as the bills are paid, she lets me buy what I want. And she's 110% supportive of everything I do here. People say, oh, you know... Uh, um, you know, die diehard die mini trucker. But you know, they, they do other things. You know, they, they have boats and 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 say uh, you know quads and everything. All we have is mini trucks. I don't have any other toys. All I have is is a stable of mini trucks. So that's just what we do. You know, it's a, quite a stable though. It's uh, it's it's an everyday life for us. You know, I work all week to play with my trucks. You know, all the time. I get home from work early, and most of the time I'm out in the garage for a couple hours before my wife even knows I'm home because she works from home. But she'll hear the compressor, the grinder, something going on. and She realizes I'm home, but I am out in the garage all the time. It's it's my it's my favorite spot.
0: Okay, something bad happens, and you have to sell all but one truck. What are you left with?
9: Oh man, it would have to be our '83 uh, Toyota SR5. Uh, I bought that truck when I right before I joined Sunset, and uh, when we first started dating, that was the truck we cruised around in everywhere. Um, it's been through several stages. Um, when I first had it, it was just static on some nice wheels, repainted it two-tone, and then we bagged it, and then uh, after we bagged it, we body-dropped it, brought it back out, and then uh, we had it that way for a while. The frame wasn't, wasn't 100% where it should have been. It was stock floor, body-dropped, which is a real hard task to do. Um, so we ended up tearing the truck apart and buying another chassis for it. And now it's on its, I think, fourth or fifth go around. It's out it's of shop again, and it's getting restocked, floored, a whole new chassis for it. And it's going to get brought back again, you know, to its glory days. But that's a truck I'll never get rid of. And she, she's told me, there's no way you're ever getting rid of that truck. And our daughter, Teresa, that's uh, a Sunset member, she lives in New Jersey. Um, she said, Dad, if anything ever happens to you, I go, I know. The, the truck's name is Latoya. Um, I go, yeah, you'll get Latoya. So, but uh, that's a truck that'll it'll 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 never go anywhere. Um, the El Camino we have, it's special to my heart. It was my great uncle's truck. Uh, it's been in the family, nineteen seventy one El Camino. Um, it's more of a low style truck. Um, but you call it a truck. We've had an ongoing debate about an El Camino. Okay.
0: Most do not consider it a truck. Here's the thing, okay? If what do you think
1: he's gonna say, Holman? I don't know what he's gonna say, but according to our uh, own uh, litmus test, it is a
0: truck. We determined it is a truck? Yeah, absolutely. I thought we just determined in the last like two episodes ago it's not a truck. What episodes were you a part of? Body Apparently, on frame. Yeah.
1: Open bed. hmm Longitudinal oh, dry training layout. I, the whole
0: time I was thinking it had to have a detached bed. Detached no. from the-
1: No? No, because then you- uh, Is the
9: unibody Ford F-100 a truck?
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 yeah.
9: If you look up- the definition in the dmv it's a commercial vehicle the registration says commercial if you have an suv or a car it doesn't say commercial a commercial vehicle has a bed the el camino is considered by the department of motor vehicles a commercial vehicle so that considers it a truck it's not a car yes a lot of there'll people be some argue. debate over that yeah. yeah a lot of people argue and i got a lot a lot of friends even not in this world, there isn't. <laughs> My daughter, she calls it a race car. It's considered a truck. It's The commercial registration considers it a truck. So and that, that's that's per DMV. So, yeah, it is. It is right. a, I don't know how I feel about that verdict. Yeah, okay. it, it's a truck. <laughs> Cars don't have beds. All
1: right, well, that's flawed because anything the government says, that's not where you hang your argument. Never. See, we have a actual, like, process for determining truck or not. I feel like we're a more trusted source than the DMV.
0: That's, you are.
9: <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah that one's zero in a heart uh, that's been in the family since it was brand new uh, I got it. As a Father's Day gift from my parents, after they got it from uh, my uncle Sam that passed away, my parents got it from from him. Uh, they inherited, it, and then in 2014, my parents gave it to me for Father's Day, and I've had it since. And but I had to make it my own, you know. We bagged it and changed it up. Pinstripe scallops has Astra Supremes, chromed out the motor. You know, it's it's. I didn't cut it up because my dad said, "Please don't cut it up." I didn't cut it up, but we did bag it. I love the automotive family, you know that the connective tissue between everyone in the family over cars and trucks? It it is a family. Um, uh, And and, and one thing about the mini truck community, um, it's not like if I'm in one club and you're in another club, we're rivals. Um, A lot of people out here they might be from another club, but they're they're my brothers from another mother. You know, it's just that's the way it is. It's a it's a big community. One of my closest friends, uh, Nick At Night, he's from Sunset San Diego. Most people will know him from his uh, 1990 Nissan. It's a tandem axle. Yeah, we just interviewed okay. him. Yeah, so that's my brother from another mother. Uh, Nick was my best man uh, when, when when I married my wife. So this really is a family out yeah, here. Yeah. So Nick 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 is Nick's my boy. He he is. He's he's been he's been a friend since the day I joined Sunset. He's one of my closest friends well thank you for sharing the stories with us oh no not a problem i appreciate it so appreciate so where can people find you on instagram low sunset on instagram or uh my name on facebook it's uh carlos vanuelos be like and boy a n u e l o s i'm on facebook too so but uh sunset inland empire sunset worldwide so uh all right we're gonna drool over the photos you guys go to the instagram page (laughs) thank you so much have a great day enjoy everything
0: so what do you think about the mini-truck uh, coverage there, Mr. Holman? Solid. Good job. It was, it was, it was, it was average at best, but, you know. That no, sounded I, like a good I, time. I had a good. It was a good time. All right. Well, uh, next
1: time, invite me. And I'll bring the recorder.
0: What's my next assignment, Mr. Holman? Uh, to get into what's new in trucks. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening
7: in the world of trucks?
0: Ah! Ooh, that was a good. That was way
1: better. That dude. was yeah, a good. Yeah, we've, been been off, we've been off lately. Yeah. All right. Um. Man, there's a lot of news this week. So what you uh, got to start with? Uh, I'm gonna go fast because there's so much to cover. A lot of it coming from Ford. Believe it or not. Oh, really? Uh, how about this? Seven point three liter.
0: Yeah, Great engine. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, uh, that's pretty awesome.
0: Any idea what the price is going to be? Uh, I think it's going to be. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, can, can I guess? guess? I'm gonna say thirteen five. No. Oh, really? Less eighty three hundred. What?
1: Yeah. Really. It joins the uh, the rest of the ones in the lineup, like the five liter V8 Coyote, the five point two XS V8, the two point three liter EcoBoost i four, and a bunch of variants of the three hundred two and three fifty one uh, small blocks. But yeah, only about $8,300, and what comes with it, uh, crate engines are pretty sparse, as you know, so that you can customize it to your needs. This engine will come with the intake manifold, throttle body, both exhaust manifolds, production oil pan and cooler, ignition coils and wires, flex plate, storage crate, and lift brackets, and then end users will need to provide their own transmission and electronics, along with the ECM, which is probably why it's only $8,300. Steering pump, AC pump, and alternator, among other things. The seven-point-three crate engine will be rated at four hundred and thirty horsepower and four hundred and seventy-five pound-feet of torque. But uh, the, as we know, the the potential power potential of those massive. things is massive. Yeah. Massive. I mean, I can only imagine the things you, people are going to be putting that that mm-hmm. motor, in. I, I'm pretty stoked. So, for those of you who are curious and taking score at home, it's four hundred and forty-five cubic inches.
0: <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> that's bitchin'. Got a
1: 445 under the hood Yep. uh not quite the 460 of your but not far from but it. it
0: but hey listen it's a, a lot more powerful than the 460 of your uh it's
1: funny the uh the original 73 diesel engine which obviously lives in legend uh was produced from uh 94 to 2003 in the uh, super duties had a displacement of 440 four cubic inches in case you're curious so there's one cubic inch difference between the old power stroke and the new uh godzilla gas v8 so uh, but it's gonna be i mean the difference in power output uh huge i mean there's already blowers being made for these things seven eight hundred horsepower pretty easily from yeah. what i'm hearing yeah i mean what what would you put it in what would you put it in
0: it's gonna end up in a lot of trucks and put it sure. in your Chevy. Yeah. Uh no, I already get to, I've got something for that. But uh, uh when am I putting it in? I I, don't I, I know. wonder if it's has to gonna find its home in uh, in boats, you think? Oh that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Um I mean maybe. Huh.
1: Uh, Jeep added uh, seven new trails to its Badge of Honor program. So if you're a uh, Jeep enthusiast, you know that Jeep has an app for your smartphone where you can check in at uh, famous trails around the country. Did not know that. And uh, they will send you, if you complete the trail and check in on the app, and it obviously geolocates you and uh, you know, to prove that you've done it. They'll send you a little badge memorializing that you completed that trail. So a lot of uh, guys out there have their tailgates and side panels filled with the uh, Badge of Honor badges. That's Is it uh, cooler
0: than Onyx off-road?
1: Uh, it's just as cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, Onyx is uh, is obviously f- for mapping trails near you and stuff. Jeep uh, Badge of Honor is very specific trails like the Rubicon or Hell's Revenge and Moab or Imogene Pass in Colorado. Is there any way to fake it just to get the badge? Yeah, I mean you could just roll up to the trailhead and do it. But if you're at the trailhead, like go do the trail. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be weird? Like, oh, I got the badge. I- I've driven to all all of the trails here, and there are just- people that would do it. Yeah, it's lame. I know it's lame. So the uh, the seven new trails are Holly Oaks Off Road Vehicle Park in Holly, Michigan, which is a pretty pretty rad place. Uh, Monument Ridge in the Teton National Park, Wyoming. Bear Wallow in the Hatfield McCoy Trail System in West Virginia. Jericho Mountain 4x4 Trail in uh, Jericho Mountain State Park, New Hampshire. Northwest Off Road Vehicle Park in Bridgeport, Texas. Table Mesa Road in New River, Arizona. And tread lightly four-wheel drive way in Ocala and National Forest, Florida. So, What do these medallions look like? I assume they are medallions. They're actual... Yeah, you stick them on the side. They're about the size of, uh, of the trail oh, rated the trail badge, rated. but they're oh, yeah. uh, rectangular with
0: rounded corners. Those are cool.
1: So as of uh, this year, there are a total of uh, 56 trails and badges that can be claimed. I believe not including these seven new ones.
0: I think we should talk to someone who has done them all.
1: Uh, if you've done them all, or you know somebody who's done them all, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I've done a couple of them, yeah, but but doing them all, That's I want to cool. I want to see if I can. I want to do as many as I can in the new Jeep. I think that would be would be a lot of fun. Huh? Truck Show Podcast at gmail I if have you've, never done uh, any of tackled. them, and I would love to do one at least. We can do that. Okay, there's a few a uh, few local ones. Are there really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, up in Big Bear, down in Anza Borrego. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Do it. Let's do it. You in? Yeah, I've, I yes, I think I, that was the part
0: of the conversation. Is yes, I'm in. Uh, what happened with uh, Nicola? I saw you uh, sent me a little texty, texty. Did you sign up for something? No, that was a screen grab from somebody else.
1: Oh, I thought you had uh no, put I was, your put your uh, your email where your mouth was and signed up for a certain new uh, I still intend to truck. do so.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm not in any rush. I think uh, Trevor would make sure that we're hooked up. I at least I would like to think. I mean we're not
1: in with Trevor. I mean we did single handedly increase
0: their uh, stock, stock valuation. Price, yes. yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, what's it up to today? Is it still sixty four, did we know? Uh, I didn't look to Would you take a look? Just uh let's look real quick. What's it as of uh the time of this uh recording, the stock price for Nikola, it was last time I checked at sixty-four. Ah, oh, it's sixty-seven fifty-three. Crap!
1: We're idiots God for not buying damn it. Dude, we should have bought it. Seriously. Know. I know.
0: We knew you, about it. What is see? it? Twenty freaking four or whatever. It I was. think
1: uh Tesla passed something like two hundred billion in valuation Ugh. today. And it's like Ford's at like thirty-five I, and GM's at fifty four. Here's the like thing that.
0: I was told by a, a friend of mine who does some investment. And he says, look, it's it, you're not too late. If, yeah, no, if now's what, the time. If they are successful, this will be a $400 plus Oh, for stock. sure.
1: For sure. The and pro- here
0: we are. same no, I, I At 67 I don't, like, oh, I I don't have. Do it. Dude, I just sunk it into my new car. Like, but I got nothing. Oh, my God. What do I, I don't, I'm in the same boat.
1: I don't have the free money for it.
0: This is how people get rich. They let their money make money. I know,
1: not us. Not us. We're too busy living in the moment. Apparently,
0: yes, we are. Uh, We're short sighted. Anyway, short sighted. The the whole point of this conversation
1: was that you can now uh, put your name on the list to order a Nikola Badger. Yep. And so uh, they're coming out with uh, 906 peak horsepower, 455 continuous horsepower, 980 pound feet of torque, and an estimated 600 mile range with blended FCEV and BEV, or 300 miles on the battery electric vehicle only. Fifteen kilowatt power exportability with two twenty and one ten electric and
0: an electric only zero to six time of approximately two point nine seconds. I'm not gonna say who I was speaking with, but I was on the phone with uh but, someone someone
1: in, By the way, towing capacity, yeah. eight thousand pounds, just throwing that out
0: there. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty significant. Solid. So on the phone with a group of guys, and it was a conference call, and somehow Nikola came up and they're in a space that uh, won't really benefit from Electricity, uh, electrification, and they literally said Nikola is vaporware. They said they're going, yeah, like Nikola, like vaporware. It's never going to happen. And these are guys in at a, at a big company.
1: And then did you say and I rode in
0: the truck? No, I didn't. Mm. Funny no, when people it, are talking it, about that, and you're like, you've had an experience. It that, would have been super awkward, and yeah. I, I wish I could give you more background. I just don't want to. I don't want to. I think I have throw a shade on that, anyone. Yeah. But, here's, but it's just weird. Like there's so many times where. Uh, And
1: I could see from situations I've been in where people are talking trash on something that you've had a very unique and personal experience with that you can't really tell people about. I mean, obviously we did this on the podcast, so it's a little bit different, but it's just not the appropriate time to insert yourself or whatever the case may be. Um, But there's like that moment where you're like, if you
0: only knew what I knew. But the way he said it was smug.
5: Yeah.
1: I
0: was like, you know, it's vaporware and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like. Uh, well, you know what? I I kind of know that it's there. Stock is
1: not vaporware. It's uh, uh, real money going through. But they've got uh, all that. these
0: excuses why it's going up, and it's oh well. Trevor got a company in the UK to you know and, and uh, to, to to invest, and it's not really them. Yeah, it's they're called, just, it's, it's all
1: called getting investors. That's, yeah, that's the name but the but
0: damn! In the same freaking sentence, they love Elon Musk. I know it's it's a it's a weird world. But they must have hated Elon before it happened. I right? would imagine at some point, right? They they thought that had had that Tesla was never going to get off the ground. And anyway, well, I'm sorry. Anyway, so uh,
1: Nikola Badger pre order reservation holders who commit before November fifteenth of this year will receive a few perks, including a guaranteed seat at the Badger debut at Nikola World twenty twenty, currently scheduled for December three through fifth. In uh, Phoenix, Arizona. I don't
0: remember getting an invite to that, by the way. A chance to outright win a Badger during Nikola World. Are you going to email Trevor and say, hey, what up? Can a we have A match of their
1: deposit and up to $5,000 off the final purchase price. Pre-order reservation holders will also be invited to a kickoff party, a live concert to see products from Nikola Power Sports like the NZT, Reckless, and Wave, and a few planned surprises during Nikola World 2020. In addition to EV trucks unveiling and limited ride-alongs, which is arguably the whole point of it all. So so head over to Nicolamotor.com if you uh, feel like putting your name uh, you know, on the list for a badger. I
0: thought you were going to do that. I am going to do that. that. You should, and then we can go to Nicola World. Uh, we should be able to go to Nicola World even if I didn't, but, but I am going to. I'm not saying this. I'm not blowing smoke. I'm going to throw my money down and uh, grab a spot in line. This week? I will do it. Yeah, I'll do it before the weekend.
1: Uh, how about Lordstown uh, Motors revealing their Endurance EV pickup this
0: past week? And let me pause here and just say, all of a sudden I'm hearing about Lordstown Motors. How did it happen without... I personally had not heard of Lordstown Motors, and now it feels like it's fully fleshed out. They've got a truck, the whole thing. I go, where did they come from? What? How... How did they sl- slip under the radar for, for me anyway?
1: Well, they're uh, they're using an X factory in Lordstown, Ohio, which is where they get their uh, their name from. And they're owned by a company called, uh, or at least partially owned by a company called Workhorse. Uh, they own ten percent of Lordstown Motors. And uh, they are one of these electric upstarts, and uh, they they've got, I don't know what the funding is behind them, but it'll be interesting. To see yet, I mean, they're, to me, they're sort of like our friends down in Arizona, Atlas, going after that commercial and fleet user.
0: But again, you didn't answer my question. like, where did they come from? Well, how did they just come up? Or, they, I'm, I've been hearing about them for a couple of years now. We've not mentioned them once on this show.
1: Uh, not in fact, once. In fact, I was, uh, before COVID, uh, was lining up a tour for us to go out to Lordstown, Ohio, and then that sort of fell apart due to the travel and all that stuff.
0: So. Again, we haven't spoken about Lordstown Motors. Once on this show, are you mad about that? I just can't figure it out. They're making this big splash as if we should have known about this months and/or years ago. No, am I wrong? There wasn't anything
1: newsworthy until now. They didn't have a product announced. I didn't even hear the
0: freaking name.
1: Lordstown, Lordstown, Lordstown. I,
0: I, I,
5: okay. Remember
1: it. Don't All forget right. it. All right. Okay. Move on. Uh. Moving on. Moving on. Uh. Moving on. Uh. So the Lordstown pickup truck is. Uh, a little bit unique. It's got in-wheel drive system, which you might have seen as part of the styling. You kind of see the orange, uh, look like cooling fins showing up behind the wheels. Sure, with but the brake isn't that get.
0: what uh, what Trevor wanted to do as well?
1: Well, we'll see. I have I've. There's not a physical property of the Badger we've sure, seen yet. Sure, good point. So yeah, yeah, I can only go off of what actually exists. Uh, the company says the hub motors are 95 percent efficient and result in a 75 mpge efficiency rating. They call it true four-wheel drive, which technically it is, but uh, we expect the four-wheeler old-timers might push back at, at that notion, but you know each wheel has a motor. It's four-wheel drive. I
0: don't understand how, how would you push back on that.
1: Because there's no lockers and things like that, but you don't need it because of the electronics and the software. It's just a new way it of- It is
0: literally four-wheel drive.
1: There you go. Uh, Lordstown claims their system will produce 600 horsepower, offer a towing capacity of 7,500 pounds, top speed of 80 miles an hour, 0-60 to 60 in 5.5 seconds, and the endurance can charge in 30 to 90 minutes on a fast charger, and has a range of about 250 miles. It will come with a three-year bumper-to-bumper warranty and an eight-year battery warranty. Uh, the base price of Lordstown is slated to be $52,500 before tax credits, uh, which sounds pretty darn reasonable. So it's sort of interesting. Um, the price sounds reasonable. Uh, the the specs they're quoting sound awfully reasonable. I don't. Doesn't yeah, sound like they're trying to win a again, spec Again, the the, the
0: the you said how many miles for the charge? Two hundred and fifty. And what are we looking at for the for the for the Badger? Didn't you say six hundred? But, but three
1: hundred on the battery and six hundred on the oh, okay. On all right, the so they com- right, And you don't know what the real world's going to be. Everybody's just throwing numbers out until you know something official happens. Sure. So I, I I would say within the margin of error that they're they're playing in that space. So anyway. Lorside Motors says that they uh, want to build 20,000 endurance pickups in 2021, and allegedly there are already 14,000 pre-sold units as we uh, sit today. Uh, it be interesting to see if, uh, if to they- To who? To where? I would imagine fleets, and you'll be able to buy it as a customer. Huh. Um, i Twenty twenty one seems ambitious, but we'll see. Uh, Pre orders can be made on the Lordstown website with a hundred dollar deposit. So maybe you should throw in on the uh, Lordstown truck too. Just cut it's,
0: it's the your bets. It's the opposite of Cybertruck, where every the whole world knows about it, and and it's like super PR splash. And here's Lordstown, like, hey, we're over
5: here.
1: Well, I mean, uh, Vice President Mike Pence stepped out of uh, the truck at their unveil, so uh, oh, that's probably saying something. Okay, all right, more uh, more Ford news because uh, you know Ford wasn't busy enough this week. They now have Ford Ranger factory performance packs.
0: Did you watch uh, Jay Leno drive with Elon Musk in? Not yet. It's on my the, DVR. In the, don't, the don't be a spoiler. I have not looked. I have not watched the episode yet. It's, it's super lame, but oh. I, I'm going to spoil it anyway. They go through his tunnel, right? He's like, "Hey, can we go through your tunnel?" "Hey, can we go through your tunnel?" And he goes through the the boring, the boring, tunnel. the boring tunnel. And I I think honestly, Elon was not prepared for it because they they went through and it, it literally looks too wide for the for the for the tunnel. It was like riding up on the on the curbs on both <laughs> sides, and they don't show that. But I knew it like. And then they went to the end and the elevator where it it it, it, it lifts the truck back up to the surface. And dude, I mean, it looked like it was millimeters. Like yeah. it was not made. I was imagining that it was gonna clip both yeah. the nose and the and the ass end of it, and just screw up the metal because it would just be uh, going up this elevator. Just it was gonna. Cl- it was way too big. They were kind of nonchalant about it, like, oh, is this is gonna fit. And I thought there's there's a cameraman or there's someone on the Cybertruck team freaking going, it's too big. Don't do it. Like what? And they that uh, they fit, barely. Barely. They needed Crisco to get that sucker
1: out. Well, uh, maybe moving on to trucks that will fit in the boring tunnel. Sure. Uh, the Ford Performance Off Road Accessory Packs. There are three of them. Uh, the first one runs a reasonable twenty four hundred and ninety five bucks pre installation of steel for what's included. For the outlay, you get a slight suspension lift up for the front end, leveling out the truck's standard butt-in-the-air stance, 17-inch dyno gray wheels, Ford Performance body-side graphics, and most critically, a set of Fox 2.0 Performance Series monotubes featuring a floating piston design, and the shocks been specially tuned by Ford Performance for the application and are the same brand as uh, used on the mighty raptor although they're not raptor shocks Mm -hmm. uh if you want to literally take your rangers offering to the next level you can opt for the level two performance pack it includes everything from the first package plus even more off-road goodies those 17-inch wheels get bfg all-terrain ko2 tires for extra grip the rangers front bumper receives two blue tow hooks and rigid brand off-road accent lighting and then the final performance package Ford also includes a new engine cow for uh, the stage two package you can buy it separately But it boosts output from the 2.3-liter four-cylinder from 270 horsepower to 315 horsepower at 4,500 RPMs. Peak torque jumps too. That's pretty significant, by the way. From 310 to 370. Wow. And uh, it's a really flat... Curve in total the level two off road. Perform- That's just with a tune. Yeah, just with a tune. Huh. In total, the level two off road performance pack will set you back forty four hundred and ninety five bucks before installation costs. Still reasonable, considering this is the closest you can bring Ford's Ranger to the incredibly capable Colorado ZR2 using uh, factory certified bits. And then finally, uh, third and final form of the new performance off road pack includes everything from level one and two, adds forty inch light bar by Rigid, red painted tow hooks as opposed to the blue ones, a winch integrated into the front bumper, a chase rack. And a Ford Performance exhaust and these Level Three Performance Pack goodies will run you eighty nine ninety five pre installation. Uh, you can order them at the dealer, have the dealer uh, install them, and of course, all three of these packages can be bought and installed at your dealer. Uh, we talked about the twenty twenty one Ford F one fifty last week. It was uh, unveiled, and uh, I don't know, did you watch the uh, the, the, the webcast? No, I didn't get a chance. I I wanted to. I did not. One of the things they did not talk about was the 2021 Raptor, which was uh, missing. And if you notice, the current Raptor did not get the mid-cycle refresh on the outside as the uh, rest of the truck did. So we would expect that the 2021 Raptor share styling with this truck again. And uh, Hmm. Ford did confirm it's coming. So uh, stand by. We'll have some Raptor news soon. And Boy, it better be good because that Ram TRX is right on the horizon. <laughs> what if the new raptor
0: is going to be a raptor killer?
1: Uh, hopefully it kills the old raptor because <laughs> the thing coming is going to be a raptor, raptor killer. Yeah. Can you have a raptor,
0: raptor, raptor killer?
1: Uh, we talked about it, the Easter egg that's, on the, uh, that's hidden on the TRX. Yeah, oh, not the mud flap. Where is it on the- uh, I think it's on the console or something like that. Yeah, it's the dinosaurs. Yeah, and, it and shows a raptor in the size of a raptor yeah. next to the size of a T-Rex running from the T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's is it running from the t Yes, it? it's running from oh, it. Man, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's our buddy Ryan Nagody and his team over at uh, FCA having a little bit of fun. Love that. Cannot wait for that to to, uh, to come out. Did you hear about uh, did you hear? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, Ford put out the Great American Truck Survey. Does it have to do with Ford F150s being cool? Something like that. Uh, um, they said, America has many pastimes, baseball, barbecues, hunting, and yes, pickup trucks. And uh, Ford commissioned a Penn Schoen Berlin survey of 2,000 American truck customers to find out more. 38% of them were Ford owners. 54% were men. 46% were uh, ladies. And uh, never given up my truck. Just how much do owners love their trucks? Ford asked owners which activities they would give up for a whole year before they would give up keys to the truck. 82% said streaming service. Seventy nine percent said drinking alcohol. Oh no! Seventy 71- one BS. Seventy one percent said drinking coffee. Forty seven percent said use the phone. Forty four percent said eating meat. That's no insane. way. I, I I don't believe that at all. No and way. And this is the kicker. Thirty-eight percent said having sex.
5: Come on. That ain't true.
3: <laughs> That's not true. So get your facts straight.
1: <laughs> yeah, get your facts straight, Holman. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 25% of owners have given their truck a name, including Betty, mm. Big Bertha, and Cognito. Cognito. Uh, Ford then adds, so when they go out, they're riding incognito.
9: That's... You're not wrong. You just maybe less
2: than right.
1: No, that's so, not true. you and I talk about this from time to time. Uh, what do you think the percentage of truck owners surveyed have tattoos of their truck or related to their truck on their body? Okay, well, uh, very few Ram guys. No, 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 uh, no. Just, just what percentage
0: of total truck owners? Okay. Okay, let me think here. Uh, I'm going to say 15. 15%. Is that true? Yeah, give yourself a ding. Oh, wow. Okay, all right. <phone rings> wow, hold on. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I get a yeah buddy for that
1: one. So here's a here's an interesting one. How many mentions or appearances of Ford trucks are there in uh, movies and TV
0: shows. I'm going to go back to the tattoo thing for a second. What do you think the most popular one is? Because there are a lot of blue ovals, but I'm going to say that the, the, there's a disproportionate number of come and sees. What do you think? Um, oh, no, no, no. What am I thinking? Bow ties. There's got to be more bow ties than anything, right? I don't know. So it says uh, mentions
1: or appearances of Ford trucks in movies and TV shows over 3,000. Yeah. In music, there's over 180 songs. But
0: how many, hold on a second, how many were paid for by Ford?
1: Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, it de- obviously, it doesn't say that. Sure. Uh, 94% of truck owners have uh, used their truck to help others, and 34% help others with their truck on a weekly basis. Those are the people that cannot afford a tonneau cover, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because uh, the quickest way to uh, end that practice is just put a lid on it and tell people, "Oh, I'm sorry, I've, I've got a lid. I, I just I can't help. Yeah, or it's full. Or Yeah, it's full. Yeah, I got all my junk back there in my deck drawers. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. Oh,
0: wait, a tonneau cover and deck drawers. So, guess how many people
1: were excited about the idea of an electric pickup truck in, in the U.S.?
0: Uh, is this part of the same survey? Yes. Uh, okay. I'm going to say it's 70 40%. Oh, really?
1: Guess how many in California?
0: Oh, well, then it's 70. 62%. Okay, there you go.
1: And uh, the reasons an owner would switch to an electric truck, 38% said if they had an insurance the electric truck didn't compromise on power, capability, or functionality. 37% said if they had insurance that there are enough places to charge their vehicle. And 35% said if an electric truck had lower projected maintenance costs. Interesting that those three are so close to each other.
0: Most truck owners, in my estimation... Don't use the truck to its full capability, meaning they're not. Yeah, they're air haulers. They're commuting. That's exactly. They
1: just right. enjoy driving a truck. Yeah. And, you and, want something big, powerful? Hey. You sit up high. You can see down I, the road. I'm raising
0: my hand. Yeah. Here's one of them right Nothing here. Nothing wrong with that. And most, most. I mean, you're driving the bitch and Ram out there. Well, not today, but yeah. You normally drive the Ram, and there's v- very rarely anything in the bed. Yeah. So we just love trucks. Just hey, I uh, I love trucks of all size. Yeah. I like big trucks, and I cannot lie. Thanks, sir. Mix a lot. Appreciate that. Hey, Holman, I think we need to highlight a product now. How are you feeling about uh, checking in with our friend Crystal at Bolt Lock? Holman, I am uh, fully prepared to butcher Crystal's name right now. I mean, I think you got uh, Crystal right. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, well, her last name is That was at Wyken, Wicken? Well, leave it to you Wiken. to uh,
1: figure out a way to... Uh, uh, make it awkward. <laughs> well, make it awkward. But I was going to say, uh, we'll leave it to you to uh, figure out some new pronunciations she's probably never heard before. You know what you are? You're the uh, you're the barista at Starbucks who misspells everybody's name, but you do it uh, audibly.
0: No, I yeah. I generally don't do that. That's
1: a hundred percent. You're you're that person. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'll live. I'll, I'll, I never. I'll knew, live with it. I never knew you could spell Sean, "Chone." I, <laughs> until, I, I did went, not. until I went to a
0: Starbucks. I am. Oh, oh. Tell you, I thought you were going to accuse me of no, that. No, no, no,
1: no. Yeah. All right, are we uh, we ready to give her a call?
0: Yeah, right, let's uh, let's dial her. I think she's in the parts department. Correct.
1: She is in the parts department.
0: Hello. Hello, is this Crystal? This is Crystal. It's Lightning and Holman from the Truck Show Podcast. How's it going?
10: Hi, nice to talk to
0: you guys. You too. Hey, before we start, we have a jingle, but before we can get to the jingle, <laughs> how do you pronounce your last name? Is it Wyken? Wicken, Wyken. Wyken. Okay, well, it was one of my yeah. two guesses. Okay. <laughs> All right, hold on. Do move.
10: Welcome to the
7: parts department.
11: Screw, nut, filter, oil, grill, tools,
7: the cool parts
11: department. wheels. Tires, brakes,
0: lights, gears, belts. The parts department! And your wife warns you not to! Don't you spend your money! And then you'll want to come back! So Crystal is in the parts department. Uh, should we add uh, locks to uh, that list of parts that we went yeah. through? Hell yeah, Absolutely. Now, this is something that
1: I have some personal experience with. Uh, As do I. And In fact, this is uh, a product that I think
0: is probably one of the most uh, brilliant automotive products of all time. It's uh, patent-worthy. I think they have patents. I'm guessing. And it is something that every guy with a Ford, a Ram, a GM truck. A Jeep. A Toyota, a Nissan. Uh, Basically anybody who has a a late model truck. If you've got a truck. You need to know about this. Now, Crystal, you work for the parent company called Stratech that probably few have heard of. Your day to day is Bolt Lock, B O L T. L what bolt lock B O L T L O C K. problem I, spelling or the what happened is, there? because I, I remember they do something weird on the website. It's like no, uh, it's literally bolt lock. Bolt lock. I was gonna say there's a hyphen, but I realized there's, there's no hyphen. There's not, you
1: tricked yourself halfway did, through, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh
0: man, I got. Skittish. Should we
1: apologize to Crystal now before we get too deep into this interview? Oh, oh you really want me to? Yeah,
0: apologize we should apologize in, to her now. Advance? All right, here we go. <laughs> we are deeply sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. All right. We're sorry in advance. Uh,
1: I just. uh, For me, I'm sorry. Right. I I just. I was going to uh, uh, chastise you and harangue you for, uh, (laughs) you know, lack of steadying up on our guests where you didn't even know how to spell their uh, four. Letter. No, website. No.
0: Eight. <laughs> eight. Eight letters. Yeah, that's right. A bolt it was lock. It? I'm not the mathematician and you can't read, so. <laughs> wow. All right. Should we hang up and then just dial it back and pretend like none of this ever happened? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Sorry, Crystal. Okay. So take us, explain to our listeners what a bolt lock is and why they need it.
10: So you're kind of right with the B-O-L-T as it is an acronym and it stands for Breakthrough One Key Lock Technology. And what it is, it's a series of locks that all open with just one key, and that's your vehicle's ignition key. So it eliminates having a bunch of different keys um, for a bunch of different locks. Um, so really, you just have one key. At first.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. Hold, hold on, on Crystal. So- they're, they're clapping. Crowd's going nuts. They're very excited about having one key that will open everything. What? <laughs> hey, look, it's that guy in the back. He's standing up. He really likes
5: it.
0: Sorry, we just do this to amuse ourselves,
5: <laughs> Crystal. Sorry. You should see the guy in the front
1: row. He had a necklace made of all these different locks. Guess what? One key opens them all. Oh, that's brilliant. It's the key to his heart. Oh, is
0: it? Now? Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is.
1: Thank you. I'll be here all night. All right.
0: So here's the deal. Some genius at Strattech, which is a, uh, a company that specializes in locks for many, many years, right? which we'll get the history on in a second from, from Crystal, had the bright idea that what if we just made a lock that, that was uh, keyable to your ignition key? and they did it and they patented and when you use it you go oh that seems but until you hold well, it in your hand what you're skipping the uh, you're burying the headline i am yeah okay
1: is how it works normally you would have had to go have a locksmith come out and get all of your 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 locks keyed to whatever key you want. That is, if they were even compatible. And with that family they of keys, work. no,
0: and they're usually they're not. Right. You go buy some crap Master Lock or whatever,
1: and then you have a Master Lock key, or you have a Quick no, you know, Set key, rack, or yeah, you have a key for your
0: toolie rack, or you have. You go out camping, you look like you're the janitor. You know, <laughs> ching ching ching, and you whip it out, and you have one key. It fits everything. So, but wait, on your truck. But what's
1: important about it is the way it works is so. Simple, which is why I say it's the one of the greatest automotive products of all time. You literally take the same ignition key that you would start your vehicle with. You, on the very first time of using your lock, stick it in the cylinder and no, turn No, no.
0: First, you remove the little protective oh. piece of plastic.
1: <laughs> That's true. Yep. And then oh, when you turn it, it keys automatically to your key without a locksmith.
0: That's solid. Super solid. Crystal, how long have you been there and- when you started working for bolt lock, were you just amazed and go like, this is the greatest thing ever.
10: Yeah. I've been there for about a year, a little over a year now. And yeah, I mean, I've been in the automotive industry for the last four years and yeah, I've, I was shocked when, how easy it was because you would think that it would be a difficult process, but it literally takes, I mean, 10 seconds to code it. I mean, and it's, set to your key you don't have to worry about it anymore so it's, it's a really easy lock to use on on top of all the other conveniences of it
0: to give you guys some example for every everyone's got a receiver on their on their tow hitch right and you've got a like a five eighth inch receiver lock or maybe it's the larger yeah, like a hitch pin right right the hitch pin yep. and you've always got some random key for that Yep. because there's 80 different manufacturers for those forget all that how about now, a, your uh... ignition key Unlocks your hitch. Pin. How about a, a coupler lock for your trailer? Yes, I mean that's pretty solid.
1: Or how about uh, for you Jeep guys out there, a Jeep hood lock? Uh,
0: there's a J mount for mounting accessories to your Jeep. So one that I used this Saturday when I took the bicycles down to the beach in the back of the truck, I used the cable lock. Yep. Everyone's got a cable lock for their bike, or you maybe securing the ladder in the back of your truck so someone it doesn't disappear on a job site. Again. Keyed to your ignition key.
1: How about a simple padlock for your trailer, for your car hauler, so that it has the same keys as everything else, or a Jeep spare tire lock, which has a locking cylinder attached to a lug nut. Freaking brilliant! What is the most popular out of out of the uh, the Bolt product line?
10: Uh, I would definitely say the receiver lock um, so you can buy multiple if you have a drop hitch. On um, this lock, up all the accessories, and then a lot of our Jeep products, um, like the JK hub lock, and then we have. The JL Box, which is a little newer, um, I would definitely say those are our top products.
1: They're made out of, uh, they got it. Well, I should say, a stainless steel lock shutter and rugged jacket so that they have the industry's highest corrosion resistance rating. I guess the rugged jacket would be the the uh, polymer sleeve that they're in, so you don't have to worry about dropping mm-hmm. it and damaging it and things like that. They're very, very mm-hmm. high quality. And the company is built in,
0: is it uh, based in Milwaukee? Um, yeah, it's
10: Milwaukee, and then we have um, other plants. In Texas and
0: Mexico. All right, Holman, I'm going to show you something right now. On my screen, I want you to look at this video that I've viewed. I won't bother playing it right now. It says, Bolt Lock GM Tailgate Lock Installation. Yep. That is on my YouTube channel, 42,000 freaking views. Um, that's pretty cool. 42,000 views on that bolt lock.
1: I'm going to put, <laughs> yes. all right, that's it. I'm going to need the uh, the Jeep uh, spare tire bolt lock so
0: that I can put it on my YouTube and catch up to you. That's exactly right. So what this is, is that if you have a GMT, well, they have them for various applications. Okay. And if you had the um, the entry-level model GM truck, it wouldn't have the key handle. Right. This one, you buy the entire handle from bolt lock. With the the keyable cylinder, would you say it bolts right in? It does, and if you go to my YouTube channel, you'll see how easy <laughs> it is. And I'll have 40, 42,001 views. Did you know
1: that uh, Stratech was formerly a division of uh, Briggs and Stratton, and uh, the the company's heritage goes back over a hundred years. That's a that's a solid lineage right there for uh, making
0: automotive parts. What is the uh, what's the what's the story? What's the day to day like at at Bolt Lock converting people? Because when you see it, you're like, I have to have this, I have to have all of them.
10: Yeah, I mean, once you have one, I mean, with the convenience of having just the one key, I mean, there's you can have so many different locks, you know, five, six, seven locks on your vehicle. And then, you know, if you're purchasing one, you might as well upgrade the rest of them so you can have that one key convenience.
1: So if you're curious to see how it works, on uh, BoltLock.com, they've got a video also on YouTube Uh, that shows how the keying process works. And then for those of you who are interested in uh, security and things like that, all bolt locks feature a six-plate tumbler sidebar to prevent picking and bumping. Uh, They're all automotive-grade and uh, have weather-resistant shutter, and the larger cylinder uh, makes it more secure. So it's not just a gimmick in the sense that you can key it. It's also a very secure lock as well.
0: Crystal, um, are you seeing purchases from, like, uh, fleets and, you know, like Verizon?
10: Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, we have a bunch of commercial customers, and, yeah, it's perfect. You know, you have the ladders up top on the roof rack. You can lock those with the cable lock, all the expensive tools and that that you're holding in your toolboxes. I mean, that's all secured with the toolbox latch. So it's just – and then, you know, when you're on the job and you're busy – um, it, you know, you don't want to be having to dig around for keys. It's just, it's, it's easy to just have uh, a secure lock that you can find the key quickly and not have to worry about losing it as well, you know, on a job site.
1: We should also mention that uh, Stratech is the world's largest manufacturer of automotive locks and keys, and they're the main OE lock supplier for Ford, GM, and Chrysler. So if you're, you're wondering who makes the keys for your vehicle... The company that owns Bolt is probably that that company, so there's synergy in, in being able to transfer that technology to the aftermarket, which
0: is really cool. Now, Crystal, I am holding right now in my hand the a key to one of our work trucks. It's a 2019 Ford F-250, and- mm-hmm. There is no key. Now, it, there is a key internally, like the, the – what would you call this key? It's a the, key? The, no, 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 but the key that's You're in holding inside a key, the fob. Okay,
1: so he's holding a key fob. and He's pulling out the mechanical key. Right, so it. this
0: key, typically yeah. you would use it for the, the door. What Will this key – can I get a bolt lock to fit this safety key? What would I call this? Because you normally don't use this. You use the fob to unlock the doors. He's
1: showing you a, uh, a key that has – where the – it's not – the profile doesn't have edges. The edges are – are Internal. Yeah, are within the, the edges of the key. I don't know what you would call that because I'm not a key expert.
6: You're not
0: a keyologist? Yeah, so <laughs> a keyologist? <laughs> You're not a locksmith? No.
10: Yeah, so that's actually the emergency key.
0: That's um, what I was searching for, key. emergency key. Wow, it's been a rough show. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, yes, thank you, Crystal. Emergency key. Can you key, yeah. do you have any bolt locks for those applications?
10: Um, yeah, all most, I shouldn't say all, most of the emergency keys inside the fobs are compatible. Um, with bolt lock. So it's the same coding process. Um, you just have to make sure you have a little extra leverage because it doesn't have that big um, key head on there. But, yeah, same process. And they do work with the key fobs, the keys inside the fobs.
0: Okay, that's good news. I was concerned because I, I think all modern vehicles have key fobs that lock in on, like, the doors, at least all the up, you know, the upgraded mm-hmm. versions. And they have to have a physical key, Right. I mean, I guess what I'm asking Holman yeah. and Crystal are there any vehicles that now don't have physical keys that go into a cylinder? Not in our market. Okay. So oh. in the truck market, you still you will yeah. for the foreseeable future, you will have a physical key that goes into. lock. So
1: uh, I, I into have the a, I have a key right here from a uh, 2020 Jeep. Okay. Boom, same oh, thing. Yeah. Switchblade
0: style. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And same deal. So the yep. uh, so it's got the, internal uh, the key pattern
1: cut. is yeah is uh, machined into the key blank rather than being shaped out of the key blank. And they offer those. Okay, that's so, good news. So, Crystal, what, what are the typical year ranges? How far back do you guys go?
10: So we have, um, I mean, as early as 1999 for a um, majority of Fords, um, Chevys, some of those older models. We usually suggest that, that customers would go on the website and check the compatibility when you get into some of the older models. The the key types tend to differ a little bit more, but for the majority, um, Ford goes Ford and early model Chevy about 1999
0: or so. Gotcha. So you go to boltlock.com and then they've got the uh, find your lock feature. You can't miss it. Right on the, the header of the website.
1: We also didn't talk about. Uh, I know there's a lot of guys who are listening who are jobbers and who maybe have a utility bed or trailer or things like that. Um, Bolt actually makes toolbox latch retrofit kit where. Uh, the pull-up stainless latches that might be on the doors of your utility box on mm-hmm. the back of your uh, chassis
0: cab truck. You're saying that my ignition key will literally open every lock on my utility bed.
1: Yeah, they also make commercial locks as well. So you can retrofit some of the uh, some of the same locks that are on your vehicle um, for all of your storage compartments and things like that on your utility bed, which is awesome. So, Crystal, are you based in uh, Milwaukee personally? I am. Uh, can we talk about something totally not uh, bolt lock related, but uh, cheese curds? I freaking love those things. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Oh You're my gonna add- god! I mean, we always we always go into food at some point in the show, and uh, uh,
0: beer, brats, and cheese curds like that. That's just like uh, amazing. I love Wisconsin for all those things. You can say no. <laughs> you don't have to have this conversation, Crystal. You can just <laughs> hang up on us. It's okay. I
10: going <laughs> to say, I mean, that's. Um, pretty much, you just described all my
11: favorite foods, so you're spot on.
1: See, because here's the thing. A lot of people in the United States yeah. probably haven't gone within the cheese curds sphere of influence, or the, what I like to uh, refer to as the cheese curds belt. And so if you've stayed too far west, too far east, or too far south, you're missing out on a... On an, Pure American delicacy that's going on out there in the state of Wisconsin. I'm
0: happy to be outside of the CCSOI, uh-huh. cheese curd uh, yeah, sphere of influence.
1: Well, uh, I will tell you, you're missing out because I have uh, uh, multiple times found myself within the cheese curd sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. and ate, I mean, I had I couldn't stop. I could not stop. Does it end with a uh, fresh spackle? <laughs> it does not it because does not? it's cheese. Okay. <laughs> Lots of cheese. Okay, good. Uh, and beer, but you wash them down with beer. I'm in. And brats. Okay. You wash them down with brats also. <laughs> <Yeah>. More food. <laughs>
0: where, can the, where can our audience find BoltLock? Can we buy our application at BoltLock.com or do we need to go to a retailer?
10: You can't purchase off of BoltLock.com. However, we do have Boo. a tab. Oh, I know. <laughs> we have a super easy tab on the website and you just enter uh, your zip code or city and it gives you a bunch of places in inter- store realta- uh, retailers that sell our product. And then we also have a bunch of online options. So they're pretty easy to find and they're pretty easy to locate. So there's a bunch of a really a bunch of options.
1: All right. Well, if you want to have more conversations uh, with BoltLock, head over to their Facebook page. It's uh, slash BoltLock or Instagram at BoltLock or, again, BoltLock.com. And uh, I'm telling you, if, if you have a trailer... If you have anything you need to secure, if you have a toolbox, if you have a utility bed on your truck, you definitely want to go and check out Bolt Lock because uh, they're going to make your life a whole lot easier by being able to key all those locks to your ignition and uh, no more jingly key ring. Nope. Don't need to look like a janitor unless you are one. Or if you're a janitor, have all your other locks (laughs) keyed and then you just carry one key. Exactly. All right. So, uh, Crystal Wyken, again, thank you so much for uh, coming on the Truck Show podcast and- uh, Dealing with us two knuckleheads for uh, for a little while, but we appreciate you uh, spreading the news about Boltlock. Thank
10: you. It was a pleasure. Thanks for
0: having me. She's lying right to our face. I know she is. She's, she's not. She's not even
1: like, do not at all. Do not come to Wisconsin. <laughs> we will not share our cheese
0: curds no, with you like No, she's longer. like I had. I one time I laid on a bed of nails and it was a lot more uh, fun than this.
10: You know. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, Crystal. Thank Thanks, you. Crystal. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right. All right.
0: Bye. 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 All I'm saying, Holman, is that Bolt Lock is cool. Did we make that clear? I think we did. I think you're a Bolt Lock fanboy. Uh, I am. I I I don't. I think that was obvious. I am. Isn't it weird to be a fanboy of, like, a lock? It's weird, right? No, not if you know you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into some uh, Five Star Hotline. Oh, come on and be part of the show. Call the six, Five Star Hotline. 657-205-6105.
7: Star hotline star. hotline hey guys Matt here um, listening to episode 128 of the screw debacle with lightning It reminded me that a couple weeks ago I got my best stoplight score I've ever gotten. I picked up a pair of snap-on dikes <laughs> diagonal cutting pliers. <laughs> At a stoplight a couple weeks ago, so I asked you guys and other others on the audience, "What's your best pickup on the side of the road?" I love this. Uh, We used to get life jackets that flew out of boats and trailers and hard hats and all kinds of stuff off that fly off people's trucks. This is great. What's the best thing you guys found?
1: Well, if you had a deck drawer, you could put them all in the back, just like we're talking about.
0: But Seriously?
1: Is there anything
7: better than a a,
0: a fresh orange cone that fell off uh, like the Caltrans truck or whatever? uh,
1: All right. What if you drug it home under your chassis rather than
0: picking it up? Oh, I I know someone who's done that. (laughs) I do, too. And it smelled awful. (laughs) Yes, it's burning against your exhaust.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com or uh, 5-star hotline 657-205-6105. We want to know what road treasures you found. Now, not what you ate for dinner off the road, although that's interesting, too. We want to know what kind of little treasures you found along the way.
11: Lightning and Holman. Colby from Utah again. Seems like I'm always calling. But anyway, tech tip of the week for you guys. Uh, At my work, we had one of my coworkers was driving a 2011 Ford F-250, and he left the lights on, and the only jumper cables we had were about two feet too short with the way it was parked. It was parked up against two trailers. Uh, So we were like, what are we going to do? I was like, well, we'll just put it in neutral and push it backwards. Turns out when the battery's dead, the solenoid that keeps it into park won't let you put it into neutral. But if you get out your fancy handy-dandy little Leatherman and stick it in the perforated holes, pop a couple things open, there's a little delete button there you can push on and put it into neutral so you can push the truck backwards and get the other truck in there to jump start it. Anyway, that's a tech tip from today. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for all you
0: do. Bye. Uh, feel free, Colby, to call back anytime with a tech tip. Yeah, man, I think every time
1: you've left a message, it's been a uh, it's been quality.
7: Hey, Lightning and Holman. This is Travis. I'm from western Washington, not Seattle, south of there. A little place called Eatonville, Washington. I drive a 2000 F350 with a 7.3 Power Stroke. And, yeah, we just call it a Power Stroke. And... Uh, I purchased as our family vehicle last summer a uh, 2020 Jeep Gladiator Rubicon, partially because of the interviews and stories you guys did on them. And I wanted a vehicle that has that much thought and engineering just literally put into every detail of it. And I've not been disappointed. I have over 15,000 miles on it already. Bought it last July. Well, anyways... So I have this random bot. Has anybody stacked a deck system on top of another deck system in their bed? So it's flush. We call it the double-decker. <laughs> I thought you guys might like that. All right. Well, keep up the good work. And yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy! Um, so I'm I, calling Greg
1: tomorrow. I
0: think Yeah, we need to let Greg know. And I have a feeling he's already come up with it.
1: I mean, they're pretty clever with naming uh, sure. stuff over there. yep.
0: Uh, but we we appreciate that We will uh, pass it on over uh, to our friends at decked. All right Holman, I think that uh, we need to hear from our listeners how badly did we suck in this episode Truck show podcast no no, no. how good this episode no. is <laughs> truck show podcast at gmail.com The truck show the
6: truck show the truck show whoa oh, oh. whoa.
0: I do feel like we were particularly informative in this episode. Uh, I think so. I think we got uh,
1: covered a lot of ground. I think uh, checking in with the mini truck crowd uh, is—I think that's on brand
0: for us, right? We haven't done that in a while. You don't think it was uh, too much mini truck?
1: No, no. There's never too much mini truck.
0: Okay. I felt like it uh, was—you know—like twenty some odd minutes of mini truck. Yeah, it was uh, mini truck appropriate. So you were—were you in heaven during the mini truck segment? I don't know if I was in heaven. I was in, in deep. Deep, um... When you look back, I mean, did you yeah. feel like you were reliving your youth? Uh, yeah, me a little bit. I did have some reminiscing. I was in deep like with it. <laughs> I didn't know you could be in deep like. Yeah,
1: yeah I'd give it five stars. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Five stars. In fact, I'm doing it right now on uh, the Apple
0: podcast. App. I would have given me four stars.
1: Yeah, that's fair, but I was going to give uh, this show six so it balances out. I see. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, he's LBC Lightning. I'm Sean P. Holman. Find us on the gram. And uh, follow our builds at Russ. Period D
0: Max or ADV Jeep, and uh, of course follow us at Truck Show Podcast, or follow our friends at Nissan because they do some awesome stuff with
1: trucks. Oh yeah, we like that Titan and that Titan XD, and the uh, the new Frontier with that
0: 3.8 liter and. Uh Nine speed automatic. You said Solid. that we were going to get the Frontier again and we were going to take it out for a while. So you spent a week with the, the new Frontier with the Nine Speed and you said we were going to get it again and we were going to take a road trip in it and that didn't happen. So can, can it happen? Uh,
1: you know what? That would have been a really perfect sell to go up to a certain mini truck meet. True. And you, that didn't happen
0: either. Because I didn't invite Me. you. Right. Yeah. 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 Let's be honest. Would you have gone to the mini truck meet? Yeah, had I. Yeah, if I wasn't busy, really. Yeah, were you busy Sunday morning? You go to church. I do go to church. Well, then you couldn't have gone. Why? Because after church, I go earlier to church and go church night before. I was there at eight forty-five in the morning. Okay,
1: I could could have met you there at about noon. It was over Were there noon. food trucks there? No. Uh, I wouldn't have gone. No, it was in a parking lot of a Galaxy Burger. Oh, there were, so there was food? Yeah, of course oh, there was I mean, food. Was there a Dr. Pepper with crushed ice in a styrofoam cup? Uh, yes, that, there <laughs> actually was. I had then, some. Then I, then I definitely would then have Then you gone. would have been there. Hey, okay. listen, if, uh, if you want to take
0: a Nissan Frontier out,
1: head yeah. over to uh, NissanUSA.com and pick one out for
0: yourself. Oh, really? You're not going to give anyone a ride? None of our listeners get a ride? They got to go down to the dealership for themselves? Oh, I'll give him a ride. Yeah, Are
1: Are we going to do a contest? Who wants to ride with Holman in a uh, Nissan Titan or Titan XD? That would be cool. Uh, What would you do? Would that be boring? It would be boring. I wonder if Nissan would do something like that with us.
0: I ride right for the were,
1: afternoon with Holman, but I'm only taking well, you where I want to go. I control no, the radio. Yeah. I control no, the AC. God,
0: no. I control the fuel stops. No, oh, no. And the bathroom stops. So we get to close in time. Nah, nah, nah. He's, he's He's stuck in the nineties, guys. No, what's he's wrong, wrong with totally that? Totally
1: locked like, in the nineties for I'm rock. We're gonna to listen to some Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh god. Do a little real big fish. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be, gonna be
0: solid. Clock. The clock stopped at and like eleven fifty. I will tell 50, you, I will, somewhere in the nineties. I will run
1: the uh, the radio at two instead of twelve. Oh, well, then that's stupid. You need to feel the music. In but here's the it. problem.
0: Like, you're, you you complain about the music, but it's so low you can't hear it anyway. Why buy the Fender audio system in the Titan and then just leave it at, like, 2? Uh, you got to crank it to 11, brosef. Uh, uh, yeah, but I don't need to have it at 11 for six hours across the desert. I didn't do it for 11. I mean, when you got a phone call, I would turn it down. But I mean, you gotta, <laughs> I got I said, you gotta, you got to feel right. it. Now... Everybody knows your uh, your your kryptonite when traveling with lightning. Just get lots of phone calls and the music'll go down. Remember well, that. no, I mean I'm gonna be courteous. I'm gonna turn the music down when you get a call. But uh, I, I mean, how? Ca- you're, I'm gonna. You're, we're you're gonna road trip- tripping. Why did? Why would the music be low? It's like you've got to feel uh, it.
1: You know what I'm doing next time we're in the uh, next time we're on a road trip. I'm just gonna smoke a cigar with the windows up. Oh, I wouldn't care about that. Oh, okay, no.
0: Nah, well, then I'd be, I'd, be, like, I'd be like, pass one. Then let's go. <laughs> let's do oh, it. Let's I'm do it. ready. Yeah. <laughs> right. Although I wouldn't want to defoul a brand new Nissan interior with your cigar you
1: No, know, I wouldn't do. In a Nissan press vehicle, but uh, there's plenty of plenty of other vehicles we can check. Hey, do you think uh, the weatherproof and lockable storage systems of a deck drawer are uh, are sealed well enough to be a humidor? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know, but we should try. How <laughs> I many cigars? Oh, could you imagine? Fill your deck drawers with cigars and then have to smoke the whole drawer. Each one gets a drawer, and you have to you have to drive until they're all gone. I feel
0: like that would cause quite a bit of cancer. <laughs> God, we would be so green. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if you have storage needs beyond cigars, I'm sure Deck can help you out. Deck.com or at DeckUSA. You think
0: somebody's going to fill a deck drawer with cigars? Why Why not? That's not
1: the most <laughs> ridiculous thing we've come up with. For no, what you I mean think, no,
0: I, 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 what was the most ridiculous thing? was like sandwiches or something, right? I think was sandwiches. Right? Sandwiches. Or sand. It was sand. No, you said marbles one day. Uh, thumbtacks? Yeah. No, we never said thumb Screws. <laughs> well, I was the guy who was going to fill it with screws. Former podcast host. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> damn sure.
10: Guys, you can fill a deck drawer with your shame and lack of dignity.
11: It's <laughs> probably <Yeah>. true. <laughs> that's harsh. That hurts a little bit. <laughs>